Hey everyone, I'm your host John Benish and welcome back to So Over It. Today's episode, we are going to talk about college advice, things we wish we knew, freshman must-haves, and much more. Before we begin, I just wanted to thank everyone that commented on my Instagram post for today's podcast and giving their own advice for the podcast topic today. So with that being said, let's just jump into it. I was a freshman in the fall of 2019 and boy do I wish I could go back and tell my younger self to shut up and stop freaking the fuck out. Over the last few years, plus or minus the shitty online ones, I feel like things were not as serious as I made them out to be. And even when I was younger, I was always needed to be reminded to be a bendy, bendy pipe cleaner by my education teachers. I feel like we can all relate to that just a little bit because looking back now at our little jittery selves who were drinking Fireball and Pink Whitney in the basement of some fraternity house, I could slap the living shit out of myself and give him a few words of wisdom. So that's kind of what today's podcast is really going to be about. And for those who are already in college or whatever grade you're in, maybe you can take something away from this and learn a little bit or, you know, adjust some of your lifestyle from college. First off, we already know what I'm going to say about classes. Do not take an 8 a.m. class. Even if you're trying to fit in a credit or a prerequisite, find another way to have it at a different time. The last time I had an 8 a.m., it was my freshman year, and it was on a Friday at 8 a.m. I literally showed up, barely showed up, and when I did, I was hungover as shit. And it was literally a one-credit class. The last time before that, though, I actually had an 8 a.m. my junior year, both semesters, and it was so much help because as soon as winter turned turned around, you would find any excuse not to go. It's seriously not worth it, academically and mentally. The next advice for my classes is to use rate my professor. Yeah, people at your school will absolutely tell you who sucks toenail water and who's great. Even the professors know about rate my professor. I've even asked some of them in class and well, the ones who like it, like their score, the ones who don't will probably tell you not to use it. But use it when you sign up for classes because they will have so much advice written on rate my professor and who's an easy grader, what type of topics they teach you and how many essays they have. It's so great. Use it before you sign up for your classes. There was one time I used it to let everyone know a professor was dog water at grading. Absolutely heinous at teaching. I hated this professor so much and maybe I was being a little petty, but I left the nastiest review and it's all anonymous. So I don't give a fuck. Like that's their problem. Maybe they shouldn't be teaching. I don't know. Maybe there's another calling out there for them, you know, being like a garbage man since half the class was trash anyways, but whatever. My next advice for class is try to skip those two to three hour classes. I had a three hour lecture one time and it was on a Wednesday my sophomore year and it was from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. I'm sure they really won't last the whole time. Mine never did. It was probably two hours and I had my best friend there with me so it made it a little bit better but it was awful and those classes are either once a week or twice a week but it doesn't even matter. Skip taking them if you can. Find another way around it or a different type of class that you can take that will fill that credit because there's always different options usually usually my own advice that i'm going to add into scheduling and i really benefited from this but plan your schedule back to back block your classes all in either a section of the morning or evening i have done this for the last three years i i mean going into my senior year now i do it again i blocked all my classes in the morning because i like to sleep until 8 or 8 30 go to class at 9 30 have it all the way till 12 30 or 1 o'clock and then i can do my job on some of those days and the days that i don't work my job i can go to the library and grind out all of my homework that i just collected from the last couple hours and get it all done and i have the evening to myself it has been so beneficial on my health and my well-being 
freeing because it's all given to you at once. You get it all done at once afterwards. And that goes along with establishing a great learning and studying habit. I love going to a new location. I totally recommend not to study in your bedroom because in psychology, we also learn that you associate certain behaviors and feelings in locations. And if you're studying in your bed, you're just not gonna sleep well. It, that's just how it's gonna be. Find a great habit and get into it. And I think blocking your schedule is so important. Okay, the next thing I'm gonna talk about is those grades and getting them up to par. My first piece of advice is suck the fuck up to teachers. Literally suck their dick and flobble their titties. Because I have become such a teacher's pet by doing exactly two things. One, constantly and actively participating in class in either providing feedback, a comment, or asking questions. They love it. I cannot express how many times I'm sitting in class and no one answers a question and I'll just raise my hand and I'll just chime in. Feeling that silence and actively participating, teachers just love when it happens. Who wants to sit in the class and all of a sudden you're just all sitting there in silence when a teacher asks you a question? Either because someone didn't read or no one read or you don't even know. Even half the time I raise my hands and I don't know what's going on, I'll provide a comment or ask the question in another way for them to rephrase it. Because then if I ask them to rephrase it, that gives them the cue that the rest of class either, well one, they're not paying attention, or two, we can move on to a different type of topic that other people might be able to participate in. The second thing that I've done is I got to know those teachers and I've taken future classes that they teach. And this allows me to have another established connection with them. But when you get that 10 or 15% participation grade or 14 new references for applications, it is beautiful. I, I have so many teachers I can now go to for grad school applications because I simply have known them. Another piece of advice for getting your grades up is how you take your notes. I think tablets and laptops are so much better because you can fold or organize them and follow canvas walkthroughs and much more with that. Yeah, you're going to have professors who are going to probably fight you on it because they don't want you to use technology in the class because they think you're going to get distracted. They can't take it away from you or stop you. Like they just can't do that. I prefer them over notebooks and if I were to use a notebook, I would color organize them. If I had a notebook a certain color, I would find a pen that matches it and take my notes in that. And that just goes with great memory retention and retrieval when you have things organized that way. And that's how I do it. And if they honestly fight you on using your laptop or whatever you can just tell them back that they're wasting everyone's time and education on this topic and you would prefer to continue on learning the best way that you know how like I've never had to say that but you can call them out for acting like a child over a tablet or laptop because they're wasting people's time and it's not that big of a deal it's ridiculous how many times professors literally think they're not you're not paying attention and maybe you're not but who gives a shit so moving forward to personal advice here's a big takeaway we know what freshmen look like and it's really obvious no one really cares about your appearance like it's fun to have new clothes and your own style but don't think everyone who walks past you or sits in class is treating you like an influencer at VidCon. the spotlight isn't on you and it's okay to wear whatever you're comfortable with other classroom behavior i would talk about the row sitting um i think the first row is for those who come in late or extremely early and eager the second row kind of screams like people who just want to focus on the topic and be quiet third row where i usually sit tends to be like the most active talkers and the most verbal or participating people. I think that the fourth row is usually people who are just there to be there and the back row is not as cool as you think it is. Either just you're really shy or you just want to vape without being seen or hit your delta 8 pen. 
Like, it's not as cool to sit in the back row when you're a freshman. And when you're in the other grades, just sit wherever the fuck you can find a seat. Also, and I know we all know this, but once you pick your seat, do not think about moving your seat the next day. It's just an unspoken rule. It really is. You will find yourself extremely in an awkward position if you move to someone else's seat after the first day. Maybe the third day, you, like the second day maybe you can, but by the third day, do not. You're glued in that chair. So think about that for a hot minute when you get there. So here is another personal advice. When you want to leave the classroom, it's not rocket science. Do not raise your hand. Do not make a scene. Literally just don't even move and sit there and pee in your seat. No, I'm actually kidding. But when you want to leave for whatever reason, and you can leave for whatever reason, a phone call, water, bathroom, doesn't matter what it is, just don't make a scene and interrupt people's education. And I can promise you, do not be stressed if you have to poop. No one is timing how long you're gone for. It's okay. For the next section of the podcast, I'm going to talk about the social scene. Making friends online before you start school is actually a really good start, and you can do this by either making them in a chat from organizations of interest, clubs, sports, classes, or even like the location you're from, and I think that's a great way to start because then when you have classes with them, you already know some people that you can even sit by. When you want to make friends in class, like to the person next to you, it's probably better to introduce yourself, ask them if they had the teacher before, but don't do that if you're a freshman, obviously. Introduce what your major is and see if you have any connections with them and that's another great way to make friends. I mean I always do that and I would like to think I've made some pretty good friends that way. Another advice for the social scene, parties are fun and all and here is something that I can take of and here's something that you should take away. Dorm parties make memories and trouble. House parties make blackout memories that cause trouble and apartment parties make wine nights and no trouble. Darties are really common. You'll probably see them a lot at whatever university you're at. Here's some advice if you're going to a darty. Bring a backpack no matter how old you are and you definitely need cans with you. Fuck making a mixer. You're gonna wanna play darts and have a can that you can crack and drink. Throw in the trash pile. What do we call it? Oh, graveyard. Throw it in the graveyard, whatever. There's cues for that type of stuff. You know it. Get used to it. And if you drive by a darty honk, it is another unspoken rule. It is so polite to honk and get people hyped up when you drive past a party. Just don't stare and not honk. Like, that's weird. That's literally so creepy. Like, take a picture if you think that it's, like, the coolest thing. But don't actually do that. And for the love of God, know somebody who is at that location. Do not be that rando that shows up to the house and just lie about who you think you know there. It's so awkward. I've had so many situations. My 21st birthday party, I had a whiteout theme and I made sure that the people I invited and that I wanted were wearing white. And if they weren't, I'm like, who the fuck do you know here? Like, I know you didn't get the memo from me. Like, get the fuck out of my house. Oh. That makes me crack my neck. I remember that night and that, well, barely remember that night. But what I do remember, yeah, there was people at my door and I was like, get the fuck off my lawn. Okay, to wrap up the podcast, I reached out on my Instagram and here's what some other people had to say for advice. Number one, join Greek life. I have to say absolutely yes. I joined my junior year and I love it so much and I do not regret it at all. And no, you are not paying for friends. I have so many community hours built up, donation sites and foundations on my resume and the connections are so great for it. It looks really great that you participated in at least something, and Greek life is a great place to start with that. I don't care if you want to shit on Greek life. For whatever reason, you have hatred towards it. That's fine. It's just another organization and community, and I love it so much. My advice for Greek life is join early, because you can always drop it if you don't want to. Joining late and then wanting to drop it is a little awkward, too, because you already will probably be seeing those people at the bars. Um, Number two, be single your freshman year. It's more important to make friends than have a BF or GF, and I can't relate to that, but I would also 
also give that as advice because your friends are gonna be lifelong and that <laughs> boyfriend or girlfriend just may or may not be. You don't want to be wasting your time with someone that doesn't even take it seriously when you could have been making friends and like lifelong memories. So yeah, that's great advice. Number three, do not freak out about making friends right away. It takes time and changes will happen. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, establishing friends, connections your freshman year, your friend group doesn't really stay the same your freshman year, but it's great to make the friends when you have time and understand that things are going to change and people change. College is a great place to start off understanding who you are and who you want to be. So yeah, things are going to change, but don't stress it when you do or do not have friends. They'll come along, seriously. And if you're looking for it, join something. Really, you'll make friends that way. For the fourth piece of advice, dining halls are a scam. I thought this was really funny when I read that, and I would have to agree. I don't even know any piece of advice I could give. If you're a freshman, you're going to have to have a meal plan. It's so expensive to live off, or it's so expensive to buy your groceries off campus when you're in a dorm because there's just not enough storage for how hungry you're going to be. And you're probably going to start. Everyone always talked about the freshman 15, and I can personally say I had the freshman negative 25. I lost so much weight my freshman year because I literally was starving, and the food was disgusting. Except for the quesadilla bar. Bring back the quesadilla bar, honestly. Um, number five, become friends with your RA. I thought this was also a really great piece of advice. I was an RA my sophomore year, and I've talked about that before, and I think becoming friends with your RA, I did that my freshman year, and she was like batshit crazy. She literally actually got married to a guy she met three weeks before getting married, and it was like the craziest thing. So, I mean, I hope she's doing great, but being friends with my RA made life so much easier because I would never get written up for anything. And it sucks when you do because you have to take courses and pay fines and whatever. So yeah, definitely become friends with your RA. Suck their dick, literally. Well, not literally, that's weird. Well, um, okay. Number six, make friends with upperclassmen for alcohol. And that is that. I don't even have any more to say about that. Seven, get class books after classes start to see if you even need them. I 100% agree with this. I had one class that asked me to buy 20 books and I bought two and I made it through the class and still got an A class. I try to find them online if you can or just see if someone else has one or an extra copy. I know a lot of people who borrow the teacher's copy too, but do not buy them all in one sitting. It's so pointless. Uh, the eight things someone said, don't be afraid to sit by random people or new people and get to know them. I mean, yeah, you're gonna get to know them. Honestly, it's okay if you haven't declared a major, but if you have declared your major, you're going to see those people the next four years. And that's guaranteed. Those people will be taking the same classes as you. Those people will be taking the same classes as you as you start to refine and kind of tone your resume for college and your degree. You don't have many options the older that you get in it because you don't need all of those big core classes or whatever anymore and those people will be sitting in your class for the next like two years afterwards so yeah with that being said i'm kind of like over it with all this freshman advice it feels like i'm back in school and i like kind of hated that but i thought this was really interesting to talk about and great advice and i'm really glad that we talked about it and everyone who participated and said something thank you guys all so much for listening and i hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast and i'll see you guys all on thursday okay bye <laughs>